Hey friend, you're listening to the Gracious Warrior Podcast with me, your host, Jodine Barba. If things like aligned prosperity, a healthier body, a calmer mind, and a happier home speak to your heart, you're in the right place. I love reminding people where their true identity comes from and how equipped we actually are to be who God has called us to be with grace and strength. I have something to say and I hope it blesses you. Let's start the conversation. Welcome back to the Gracious Warrior Podcast. I am so extra happy to be here today, and here's why. I just got over a really nasty 24-hour stomach virus. It was brutal. Friend, I am here to tell you to remember to seize the day. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed health tomorrow either. We want to show up in the biggest, best way possible each and every day, even if it's not a perfect day, even if our health isn't perfect, maybe we're having hormone imbalances or sleep disturbances. It's okay as long as you can function and you can get up and hopefully get out of bed. I just want to encourage you to not take that day for granted. All right, so something that I wanted to share, I know I had mentioned I'm not going to talk a lot about elementary school stories, but sometimes I have to because I do think that they're so foundational and so relatable. Like so much of who we are today was formed when we were kids. And there was this moment that I was thinking about just popped into my head. I was in the seventh grade, I think, and we were all all of us girls were outside. We're down in this field behind the school and we were walking back towards the school and it was a a warm spring day and there was like honeybees all around us. And for some reason there was, they were flying all around me, or at least I thought they were just all around me. And I, I kind of panicked. If anybody who knows me knows that I get extreme anxiety around bees, specifically yellow jackets, but I got, I got really anxious and I, I didn't want to get stung. And the more I reacted, it probably made it worse. I'm sure it did. But I, I kind of screamed a few times, like a girly scream, like a little girl, childish scream. And I remember this girl that was walking behind us who said, oh, I just wish she'd stop screaming. And I heard her. I don't think that she intended for me to hear it. But it, it kind of stopped me in my tracks and I was like, I didn't even notice I was doing that. And I felt so ashamed and I felt like I've got to be better. Oh, like a note to self, don't scream because then other girls won't like you. I just, it's so funny how we can look back on moments like that where we allowed other people's opinions to form how we were going to behave or respond it's relatable. We, I mean, we all, we all do that, right? But maybe that's just who I am. Maybe I really do have a phobia around bees, although I have gotten over it. Like I now can sit at a barbecue and if there's yellow jackets flying around, I'll just kind of like take some deep breaths and I just kind of roll with it. And I know the more worked up I get, the more they seem to be drawn to me. And, and I don't panic like I used to. So that's good news, but I can't guarantee that I'm not going to scream like a girl sometimes when I get scared, because guess what? I am a girl. And also that's just who I am. And I'm not always going to be for everybody. I'm not always going to make people happy and neither are you. The harder we try to please everybody else, the more dissatisfied we get and the harder it is to actually feel 
happy and confident. So just wanted to remind us all of that. So I have a group of ladies that I do Bible study with. And this one particular study that we did in the fall was by Lisa Turkhurst. And it's called 40 Days Through the Bible, The Answers to Your Deepest Longings. It was a really good study. And there's a chapter in there about how we long for identity. Um, I think that's such a relatable thing for us as human beings. Like, it's easy to get lost in where our true identity comes from and our and our true purpose. Sometimes we just kind of grab the bull by the horns. We think like, okay, this is it. This is where I'm going. And we just, we like force it. And that can be so exhausting. But I wanted to share some things from this study that was such a good reminder that Genesis reminds us that our identity is wrapped up in the will and wisdom of God who created us equal in value, equal in value and worth, and yet distinct and diverse. I love that. We're equal in value and worth, yet distinct and diverse. God defines us not by what we do, but whose we are. Oh, what a relief that is. There's five lies of identity, and I'm going to share them with you. And I'm sure that you can see some of this in your own life, in your own business, maybe parenting, maybe in marriage. Okay, number one, the first lie in our identity is that I am what I have. Oh, wow. That is such a big one for me. Um, when I I let go of a a pretty massive position in a company uh, oh, almost two years ago. Well, it was a year and a half ago. And part of that was a company car that I had. It was a really nice Mercedes. And I actually could have kept that car, but I wanted to just rip off all of the the idolatry in my life. And I just wanted a really humble car. I didn't, I didn't want or need, I mean, a luxury car is really nice. Don't get me wrong, but I just, it felt like it was part of my identity and who I was. And I wanted to just let it all go. So I actually went to the Mercedes dealership, traded that car in, and I got this little Volkswagen Beetle. And I'm telling you, it is very humbling. It's, I'm 48 years old and I'm driving a Volkswagen. I drove a Volkswagen when I was in college and it kind of reminds me of who I really am, you know, it kind of brings me back to that, that humble place in my college years, you know, you don't have a lot of money, you're just trying to figure out who you are, and um, get back to the basics. So I kind of like it. But it was a, a big eye opening moment for me to strip away my identity being wrapped up in the car that I drove, you know, maybe it's the the neighborhood that you live in, the school that your kids go to, a a position at your job, you know, it's so easy to remember that what I have is not actually my identity. The second lie is that I am what I do. So many moms who are maybe homeschooling or, you know, they're they're working part-time, they maybe they just what they do for a living or what they don't do for a living that that identifies them or they think that it does. Number 3, I am what other people say or think of me. <laughs> like the girl in the field that was screaming because the bees were all around her that I I thought that I was what other people were saying of me or thinking of me. And 
And that's not true. That's just not true, friend. It's a lie. If Have you ever overheard or seen a conversation? Maybe you read a conversation. It was in a group text or a group message that you weren't meant to see it, but you saw it or you heard it. And it was what other people were saying about you. That is crushing, crushing. And it's really hard to not let that define you. That's happened to me. And heaven forbid we've ever been on the other side of it or we're part of that group text where maybe we said something that we didn't think the person we were talking about was going to see that. That's so damaging. It's so hurtful. And it can happen and it can easily mess with who we think we are or what we're um, defining ourselves as. Okay, number four, I am nothing more than my worst moment. You know, those moments of shame chapters or years of shame that we have, or maybe it's a moment where we we just, something that maybe was in our control, maybe it wasn't, and we weren't in our best self or in the best situation. Maybe we responded to a terrible situation not very well. That also doesn't define who we are, but so often we think that it does. The fifth and final lie of our identity is that I am nothing less then my best moment, Whew, that's, a, that's a big one. Your, your biggest accomplishments or successes actually don't define you either. All right, so moving on, I do have good news from that, how to kind of counteract that. And there's, there's times where it's like, okay, where's the playbook on how to, how to find my purpose, how to find my calling, how to remember who I am? How do I, how do I get my identity in the right place. And that's, it's such a real topic out there of identity and worth and value all over social media, especially. It's so easy to be defined by our likes or our comments or, you know, just, just getting the words of affirmation from everybody around us. It's so exhausting. It's so exhausting. So it's definitely a topic that I see all around is people wanting to know where their identity comes from, and how to get back on track when they feel that they've gotten off track. And the best playbook for that is the Holy Bible. You cannot go wrong when you go back to the foundation of it all. And there's so much grace. There's just so much peace about that. And it helps us to know how to respond to situations, how to respond to other people, how to love other people, and just how to remember who we are and act accordingly. So for each of those five lies that, that I said earlier, there's a brilliant truth to counteract each of those lies. Number one, my identity is what I have in Christ, salvation and freedom from sin and death. Amen. Number two, I don't have to worry about quote unquote doing because Christ has done all that was needed to be done on the cross. You know, when we feel like we just... We haven't done enough. We haven't checked enough things off of our to-do list or there's always something more to do and we just feel a little bit lost in, in our identity and never good enough. Just remember that you don't have to worry about doing all the things because Jesus has already done all that has ever needed to be done. Number three, I am what God says of me and that is the only thing that matters. Number four, my relationship with God is safe and secure even in the midst of my very worst moments. He loves us even at our worst, even when we're in the middle of gossip, even if we're in the middle of a divorce, even if we are 
in the middle of screaming at our children, whatever the case may be, he loves us and he's safe for us to go to even at our worst. The fifth brilliant truth that we have is that we can rejoice in all that God has done for us in our very best moments. It's okay to celebrate. It's okay to rejoice in what God has done for us. Be grateful. That's a beautiful thing. So remembering this, this is also taken out of that Bible study, is that our identity is not simply about us. It is about our relationship with God who rewrites our story into his story. Our new story is to be lived out in order to invite others into the beautiful story of God who makes all things new and restores beauty from chaos. Oh, isn't that good? You know, beauty from ashes or when the world feels so chaotic all around us, there's still beauty in there and beauty can be restored. And I'm going to be talking more about that specifically on my next episode. I have a special guest. I'm going to tell you in a minute who that guest is going to be. It's going to be my first guest on the podcast. Hang tight for that just a second. So remember, who are we? We are image bearers of God. And who do we belong to? We belong wholly and fully to God the Father. What are we supposed to be doing? We are to spread the glory of God to the ends of the earth by making disciples of Jesus amongst all the nations. And that's from Matthew 28, 16 through 20. Friends, that's our identity. That's our identity. That's who God says that we are. We are his disciples and we are image bearers of him. What a beautiful thing. We can just rest. We can relax. We can have peace and know who we are. We are so, so loved and we are so safe because of him. Okay, so to wrap it up, I'm going to now share my husband. Oh, he is so amazing. And I haven't always thought that about him. You know, it's not every day do we think, oh, our husbands are so great. Because there's moments throughout the day where, you know, they're not always perfect in our eyes. But in the big picture of my life, he is incredible. And I can't wait to introduce him to you on next week's, not next week's, but my next episode. It's actually going to be published just a day or two after this one. And we're going to be talking about some really interesting things. And he's he's so funny. He's like, I, I'm not really one to give marriage advice. That's just not who I am. I'm like, no, you're not going to be like counseling people in marriage. I just want to introduce people to you. And so he's been really thinking about it. And we're actually excited to just sit down and have a conversation and you get to listen in. So stay tuned for that. And I cannot tell you how much it means to me whenever you share an episode on social media or when you're giving me reviews and or you're just texting me or messaging me and telling me what you liked or didn't like about my episodes thus far. It actually really means a lot to me. So I love hearing from you. I love you sharing this message and we're just going to get better and better at this and we're just going to grow this community and I do have a a new microphone that I'm going to be using, so my sound quality will improve, so stay tuned for that. But yeah, thanks for sharing. Thanks for being here, and I can't wait to share my next episode with you. Take care. (music) 